Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 55 of Talkin' Jacks. Uh, this is a Talkin' Jacks Extra. Uh, we were joined by our good friend, Evan Valella, uh, mm-hmm. and we'll uh, get to that in just a minute. But I am joined, as always, by Ben Goshorn. How are you doing today, Ben? I am doing good. It's uh, It's been a good day. Excited to share this uh, limited uh, conversation we had with Evan. Um, love talking with Evan. Um, I think we, we probably talked with him almost twice as long as the interview will probably be. Yeah, that's um, definitely I think we talked uh, for at least an hour, but I think the interview is only about 20 minutes. So yeah. that's about right. <laughs> yes. But that's how um, it goes when you're when you're soccer friends. Yes. Good guy. Um, good conversation. Excited to share it with you. Um, anything else you'd like to add, Alex? Uh, we can go ahead and get our plugs out of the way now. Uh, we cool. have a brand new T-shirt uh, yes. for sale. It mm-hmm. has been bought by a handful of people. I would like it to be bought by multiple handfuls of people. <laughs> so if you were one of the people who voted for a T-shirt design on our uh, merchandise poll, uh, we have your T-shirt for you. And uh, yes. you, the only way you can get it is by clicking the link in the show notes or clicking the link on the uh, Twitter, that mm-hmm. uh, the pinned tweet on our Twitter page. Uh, I also put it out on Facebook, so... It's out there. If you can't find it for whatever reason, shoot us a direct message or an email, uh, talkingjacks at gmail.com, and we will send you that link. It's $20 plus shipping and handling and taxes. Um, (laughs) It's just our wonderful logo designed by Free English Invader, uh, and it's on a next level royal blue t-shirt. Yes, which are very soft if you've never worn one before. I think this Um, is a... fantastic opportunity to wear ben and i's faces on your shirt yeah. i and may we even also, buy one myself uh, and wear it myself I, I don't know you know i might buy one as well i yeah. I, 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 mean, I was telling chris the other day i accidentally wore the sample <laughs> yeah. shirt i yep. was just, i was i was working from home earlier this week and i i was wearing it to test just to see if it was soft whatever and just completely <laughs> forgot that i was wearing it left the house to, to go get lunch uh at chipotle and realized when I got out of my car to go into the Chipotle, I was like, oh, God, I'm wearing my face <laughs> on my shirt right now. And so, like, I did the best I could to, like, put my cell phone kind of in front of my chest and, like, like I was texting, <laughs> like, a teenager, you know, like, really with my face really close to the phone. Yeah. And uh, I tried to, like, hide my own face that way. I don't know if anybody – nobody made a comment. Nobody looked at me okay. funny. But I'm convinced that people were laughing at me for wearing my own yeah. face on my shirt. But – you yeah, see, will I not have, get laughed no at shame. because it's not your own face. It's also available in women's cut if you would Ooh. prefer a more uh, feminine uh, cut to the shirt. That mm-hmm. That's an option. Just click the drop-down box. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, that's all we we'll say about do that. We have buttons as well. That's right. Have, the buttons are free, though, so that's a little different. They are completely free. Just let um, Ben know that you want a button, and he'll hook you up. They're very nice. They're, I think, one and a half inches, I think. Um, but uh, let me know if you'd like one uh, via DMs or at the Soccer Goose on Twitter. Um, yeah, the or... most popular Twitter in the uh, stratosphere right now, apparently. Yeah, it's Twitter's a funny thing. Um, I tweet way too much. And You and me I both, happen- brother. I, I, I tweeted a random tweet that I thought was probably going to get ignored. 
at like 9.55 on a Wednesday and several thousand views later. Um, yeah, it's been cool. It's probably um, been responded to about a thousand times, though, which is insane. Gosh. I mean, I have seen I have seen several people with like the blue check mark respond to your tweet. And I'm like, how why, like how is this happening? Very like, crazy. Ben was like a cult hero yesterday. And today he's like a legend. He's like a worldwide phenomenon. I keep seeing yep. the the soccer goose on like these very famous soccer writers. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like Ben yeah. is like, he's made it. And here yeah. I am, you know, uh, sad tweeting about not being able to get a Hamilton tickets. Uh, because even though I was in the online waiting room at like 6 a.m. Because I got to work that early that day, yeah. uh, which is insane for me. Uh, I got mm. I got in the online waiting room and I was randomly assigned the number thirty six thousand three hundred something, and I think there was far less tickets uh, available than that, uh, mm. and there were that many people in front of me, and so I tweeted about it and I made like a vague Hamilton reference in the tweet, misspelled something or it was an autocorrect, you know, oh, misspelled something, no and then. Put my you know put my phone down looked at, looked at it twenty minutes later and the tweet has like thirty likes and I'm like mm. what and then I realize it has a typo in it and it's just ah uh, yeah you're like you don't want to delete it at that point you can't yeah no you can't delete it and so and then and then yeah. like an hour later your your tweet goes viral and I'm just like wow this is yep. this is a bad day uh, a, speaking of a- bad days <laughs> try to move this show along. Uh, the independents have not had the best of days lately, but they're no. looking to turn it around on not Saturday, but uh, Wednesday. We're recording this almost a week before the actual game. Yeah, uh, the game is not until next Wednesday. We have the weekend off at a very mm-hmm. good time because so yes. many injuries. Uh, I'll reach out to the team over the weekend and see if we can get a couple of injury updates and maybe tweet those out because I don't think we're going to do another podcast before. Uh, before yeah. the the game, so this will go out. I'm not. I guess I'll, I'll just throw it out there tonight uh, when we once yeah. we edit it, or maybe maybe tomorrow because I I have the day off tomorrow. So maybe I'll do it uh, Friday morning. I'll put it out. Uh, mm. So you'll have several days to prepare for the Bethlehem Steel game. Uh, and uh, just one other plug before we roll the interview, the mm. team announced that we are playing yeah. uh, Santos Laguna of I Liga Mekis. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I am excited. It's it's a great yeah. opportunity. The only thing I'm worried about is it's the middle of their season. I know that it's taking place over a FIFA international break, so mm. that may encourage them to bring more first team players. But I'm a little worried they're just going to bring their U20 team uh, and not really bring any of the stars. I would really like to see Jorge Viafania play. Uh, you know, he he's played a pretty big role for the United States men's national team in the last. 18 months or so. Uh, so that'd be cool to see him play at the Sportsplex. I hope they bring him. Uh, mm. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be... It's it's not a Premier League team. And yeah. it's not a Bundesliga team that we were kind of... When we did our wish list, uh, yeah. Liga and Mekis didn't come up. But uh, yeah. Liga and Mekis is a cool league. It's, it's harder to get into if you are not a Spanish speaker just because most of the the games are broadcast in Spanish. Yeah. And if you if you like to follow the commentary at all, 
you know, you're going to be lost. And some people's packages, uh, cable packages and satellite don't, don't have the right channels. I think mine does. I've tried to watch some Liga Emekis and it, it, for some reason I have the right channel, but not in HD. So that makes it a little frustrating. Mm, yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. We watched, uh, we watched several, believe it or not, we watched several Liga Emekis games, uh, on our honeymoon <laughs> or I did, <laughs> uh, yep. there, I watched two or three cause they were just on in the hotel room and it was during the playoffs. And so, oh, wow. uh, so that was cool. I, I followed, uh, club Tijuana a little bit. Nice. So club, uh, Santos Laguna's or not Laguna. Yeah. Santos Laguna is, uh, <laughs> September 5th at the Sportsplex. tickets are on sale. Uh, if you're a season ticket holder, you, those tickets are already included in your package. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Do you have anything to add before we roll this interview? Um, no, let's, believe let's it or not, we've right talked for it. about 10 minutes already. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, we will, uh, talk to Evan Valella. Yes. All righty, everybody. We are back with Evan Valella. Uh, he was seems like he was just with us a couple weeks ago. Uh, I looked at yeah. the calendar, and it's actually been about a month. So oh. welcome back to the show. I think you are the second returning guest. The second second timer. Yeah. Mm, you and okay. Jason Longshore. Uh, ah, that's yes. pretty good. Which company. is pretty good company. Yeah, if that's I might really say good so. company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah, how, how's it going, guys? Welcome welcome back to your own show. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank that you was, for having ouch. us on our own show, Evan. Oh, man, that's a great way to start. No, no yeah, no, it, that's it has, fair. You're a host. Been. That's fair. I'm fine I, with being welcomed to I, my own I'm show. So, I, people tell me to do soccer podcast things, and I get into a zone. I don't know. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was on Ben and Chris's other podcast the other day and i was doing the same thing i was like taking over i was like wait i don't have to do anything i just, i'm just here to i'm just here to be a guest i like so, these more than my own show <laughs> pop in pop out there you go mm-hmm. well the last result uh I, unfortunately we can't pretend it didn't happen no you can't uh but it was a 4-1 loss to the steel uh mm-hmm. and it probably should have been worse could have very well been worse um uh, what were your thoughts about the game, Evan? <laughs> hey, man, it was great. Anytime we don't win. So, so Steel's a funny team in that we don't blow a lot of teams out. And conversely, we also don't get blown out a whole lot, um, which is something I just realized recently that we don't really get blown out, which is fun. Um, it's usually like 2-1 losses and things like that. Yeah. Um, no, listen, you know, 4-1 wins are always nice. We don't get them a whole lot. It was a really quality performance against Charlotte. We are... I guess technically for playing you guys will be coming off of some result against Richmond that I don't know right now. Cause it isn't Saturday yet, but we did just beat Atlanta four to one. I was about to say, um, you, you said you don't get a lot of blowouts, but you've blown out yeah, two teams in the last, you know, month and a month, month and week. Yeah. Month and week. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, a really when, when we're firing on, on the cylinders, which I think you can say about any team in the league, honestly, like if, if the game plan is clicking and the guys are working well together, then it's, you know, it's uh, a lot easier to win that way. Keys to success. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Play good. Don't suck. Yeah. Uh, score goals. Prosper. Yes. Yeah. I, I was thinking that I was looking at your, 
kind of overseason form, and I was like, well, it looks like the Steel win when they score multiple goals. How about and they that? they don't when they let up multiple goals. Mm. Um, hashtag hot take. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that is surprise. Listen, I'm, I'm glad you Ryan said that because I would have gotten a lot of trouble for saying that. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the quality uh, coverage that you you get here with this, with yeah. and Jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. I was actually able to watch that uh, that steel game against Atlanta United, the second half at least. Um, and everyone on your team looked very fast, um, which is terrifying <laughs> to me. Yeah, um, isn't that what happened last time? That's exactly uh, what happened last time. Mm, yeah, the mm. speed destroyed us. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Uh, we are elderly, and you are not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's. Do you think? Because it feels like that may be a little different from maybe last year, or yeah. is, is speed like just um, how would you characterize? I guess we kind of talked about this before. You're okay. But uh, <laughs> um, what do you think is the best way that Bethlehem plays, or their their optimal style of play? I suppose if that question makes any sense. So it's it's interesting because um, we've actually added. Ferris mm-hmm. to the team who you saw a little bit um, against Atlanta last week. Yep. Um, and he looks deadly as anything. Yeah. Um, I, I think Aiden Apodaca looks like he's settling in and finding his groove. Um, the, so the first team I should mention, the f- oh, wait, that's this week. <laughs> I forget. We don't play you guys the next weekend. Ignore that. Um, Aiden Apodaca looks like he's settling in to, to his role as a striker. I think there's a little bit of pressure off of him in a way. Um, and to be able to have guys like Maichi, um, Galena off the bench and Ferris off the bench. And, you know, it's not only that we're young and we're fast when we start, it's that we're able to keep up that, that press and that, that mentality and things like that. Um, does that style change a little bit wherever we're on the road? Yeah. And I think that this year it's, it's been to our detriment. Our, our road form is, is a lot worse than our home form. Um, mm-hmm. I have the numbers in front of me, but now I don't, of course, I think it's, I know it's, it's two a wins two, seven and one is the away and, form. Yeah. So it was really not great on the road. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, with that, and then obviously with, with a healthy Omar wholeness, finally back into the lineup, who's a guy, you know, um, with 20 appearances in MLS for Real Salt Lake, there's there's more quality here than there was even a month ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Ben, you saw it against Atlanta. That high press destroyed Mitch Hildebrand. Oh my God! Yeah, I don't know. He, uh, that was awful. So if you guys get caught into into that kind of trap, or if or if you let us counter, you know, like you guys said, and, and we've said before when we talked. You're not the youngest team in the league, and that's going to lead to a lot of chances on goal for us. So that's going to be the game plan, I imagine. Yeah, it's funny. We're almost mirror images of each other. I mean, our, our, away, our away record is 2-7-2, and two, and our home record is 5-1-5. and five. You guys are 5-2-5 and five at home yep. and 2-7-1 and one on the road. So I mean, the records, yeah. in, you know, we've seen a lot of that in the East. It's so jumbled up. Mm-hmm. And we have a question yeah. about that later, so we won't get into it now. But yeah. it, it's interesting. I've noticed a lot of teams are struggling more on the road than last season. Uh, mm. I don't know what the deal is with that. Because we were pretty decent on the road last season. Feel like, and, yeah. and now we're awful on the road. And, you know, mm. we're a lot better at home, except for last mm. week. 
but you know we're so de- decimated with injuries right now it's hard to the, really evaluate us yeah the yeah. schedule for us last month especially was pretty tight um something like five games in two and a half weeks or something crazy so i don't know if if that has something to do with it, and that's the reason why the USL announced that they're expanding the number of weeks that are in the season, just to maybe yeah. keep everyone a little fresher. But um, I, I think the kind of you know compactness of, of the schedule for everybody at, at one point or another this season, um, like if it hasn't happened to a team yet, it's, it's going to, um, is definitely apparent. Because, I mean, right now I think both of our teams are on 22 matches played, and like, you know, Steel, who play Richmond this weekend, they're on 20. Sorry, Richmond, who plays Steel this weekend, they're on 20. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's definitely a, a funny thing, the USL schedule. Yeah. It's, um, thank goodness they're adding another week, I suppose. I think um, it's two weeks, actually. Is it? Oh. I did the math. Is it 31 it, this I, year? I, the, I, our season is 31. It okay. could be well, that so, that we have a, uh, you know, maybe our season started half a week late or ended, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. uh. Yeah, that's that's something to watch out for. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that away game to Richmond, do you have a feeling of which match the uh, coaching staff is going to go for more, more so to speak? Um, no, I yeah. we we try not to show preference. I mean. Mm-hmm. There's no point, right? Because it's a bunch of, like I said, Ben, on your tweet that got a, a little bit of attention, it's a bunch of kids and just yeah. a very angry Irish yep. guy. Um, <laughs> Which was so one of my favorite ones. Thank you. Uh, I, I know you're biased, and I'll, I'll take the compliment. Um, <laughs> but so, I mean, there's really no game plan and no preferential treatment because, honestly, on paper, you know, Richmond especially, and then I think, you know, you guys are definitely a little bit more of an even match, but those are two games that we you know obviously would like to win but i think in a way we expect to win mm-hmm. um and right now you know we're we're right in the mix of things our goal differential is better than a lot of teams right around us but that's a very long way to answer your question of of no, we don't really. We have mm. a couple of listener questions then, all from Richard, our good friend. And he's becoming a really solid question asker. So, shouts out, Richard. Also, great logo designer. If you need the logo, hit up Richard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this question is for Evan, I believe. Are Bethlehem hey making the playoffs? If so, who in the current top eight is not? Yeah, um... Oh, I hate this question. This is so <laughs> tricky. I, I looked at the standings before you we went on air and a, and a couple times today, actually. And um, it, it's like picking your favorite. I, I don't know. Like, it's just such a difficult thing to say, OK, if, you know, if we make the playoffs, someone has to drop out. And who's that going to be? Mm. Because right now, I mean, you guys are in an eighth with with uh, 28 points but like everyone underneath you uh to 13 where Penn FC is has 26 or more mm. and you know I think if we can level you guys up on points we'll make the playoffs just because of our goal differential right now mm-hmm. at a at a plus five when you guys are at a at a four in Ottawa who's in ninth or at a minus seven and um you know Tampa seem to be in a in a weird alternate universe where they're not super threatening for the playoffs right now 
Mm. Um, but the only thing that makes this a lot difficult is that what Indy in six, Nashville in seven, Ottawa in nine, North Carolina and Tampa in eleventh and twelfth, and Penn all have twenty games played, and we yep. both have twenty-two. Yeah. So if Steel make it in, and I think that they they very much realistically can, the only team in my head right now that I can say, well, you know, that would be the one is you guys. Yeah, that's fair. no offense I mean, taken at all. Yeah, it's... we're not really all that optimistic because, like, the, you know, you know. If, if there wasn't those two games in hand for everybody, and granted, we're one of, you know, Richmond's two games in hand, but I don't know, you know, who else plays who this far out right now in terms of I can say, well, you know, Tampa's going to play Louisville and, and Nashville, and they're right. going to have a hard time. And, you know, those games yep. aren't going to matter because they're not going to get any points. But just looking at it right now, you know, we have a decently, except for, like, we play Pittsburgh twice, and then we have, like, Tampa at the final week of the season, and, you know, Ottawa plays us tight and Indy's been a good matchup this year. But other than that, it's a decently soft schedule. Mm. Um, like, I, I like our chances more often than not in the games we have coming up. So, unfortunately, I think, you know, Charlotte, I, I just, that's the only other team where, you know, I, and if Ottawa had 21 games, I'd probably say, you know, Ottawa's not going to make it. Charlotte's going to move up or something and, mm-hmm. and we're going to sneak in at eight. But I just can't see anybody else losing you know not gaining any points out of those two games in the end yeah and we have the opposite schedule i mean i don't i think we have you know maybe bethlehem jumps into the playoff picture before we play you on on wednesday but uh, other than that let's see we've got pittsburgh louisville north carolina nashville i think we have one maybe two matches left with a team that's below the playoff line currently. Three, uh, no, that's not, not that's not right. We have four left because we played North Carolina yeah. twice. But those matches yeah. could decide whether or not they jump us. Right. So it's, it's going to be. It's that's a completely fair take to have. Mm-hmm. Especially considering, I mean, we've our injuries are insane. It seems like mm-hmm. we get one player back and we lose two more, and it's it seems mm-hmm. like it's been like that all season. So I know every team deals with that to an extent. Sure. But it seems like it's been extra bad for us. Yeah, it's a super tough call in that section there because, I mean, you think it's not to turn this into the USL show for a moment, right, but like right. Nashville's at 20 games played and they've got yep. 30 points. Yep. And like they just lost to Toronto, but they're above us. So, it, and then Indy's right. consistently yeah. under the radar. Mm-hmm. I yep. mean, I, I don't know. Well, I, I think tough. you can, I think you can look at, and I guess we will just make this the USL show. <laughs> That's fine. Um, like four and up right now are probably a lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think there's some chance for some seating to, to flip around just because Louisville's only played 19 games. Yeah, um, it's crazy. But I think those top four are are gonna be tough to get into. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Anything other than that gets a little fun. Because mm-hmm. Nashville right now can't buy a goal to save their lives, even though they tried. Uh, twice now and um <laughs> you know you guys are are again by no stretch a bad team yeah but you know anybody above that eighth place line i'm i'm thinking maybe you know nashville and india i definitely think you guys can take red bull two are such a hot and cold team this season mm-hmm. um that you know i don't know what they're going to look like at the middle of this month let alone you know this weekend right. so you know, there's a lot of room to fluctuate there, but I think if it comes down to Bethlehem or Charlotte, it's going to be Bethlehem, unfortunately. 
It's a tough one. It is. It's, it is uh, incredible. It's really fun. Yeah, I think it'll yeah. clear up maybe a little bit, you know, towards August, September, when we start really, you know, then every match is really going to be yeah. like a playoff oh, yeah. match for a lot of teams. Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be hectic for sure. It'll be uh, it'll clear up for sure in October though, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, another one from Richard, and it's yep. what is Bethlehem's biggest concern playing Charlotte next week? Um, we sarcastically love to start slow on the road. Mm-hmm. That's why our record's as bad as it is. And even in our in our road wins, of which there are only two, um, we've come from behind and won. Interesting. Well. Um, the, the the Indy eleven game being one of those, and then I forget our other road win. But I know that Indy game we came from behind and, and got a couple goals, um, and I think the North Carolina game was similar. In fact, yeah, sounds right. Um, so our biggest concern, you know, some defensive uh, shuffling happens, mm-hmm. um, but that's the I don't know joy of being an MLS two side. Yeah. Um, so I think if we just start slow on the road and let you guys get a get a goal, I could very easily see you know Jeffrey's just saying, hey, you know, take the close up shop, take the foot off the gas, and, <laughs> and try to grind out a win. Um, could yeah. that be a problem? Sure, but yeah. uh, you know, has that been that's... a problem? Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. I think that was <laughs> yeah. kind of the mindset last week. You know. Sure. We were trying to pace together a yeah. lineup. Yeah. I think that's the best course of action because. In outscore us that's been proven Mm -hmm. but i don't think you want to get into a into a leg race um even if you have a you know home field advantage and and a you know less of a travel schedule to get to your home park for sure so um yeah long story short if we start out slow and and give up one or two really stupid defensive errors it's going to be a a long night yeah and and we don't even know who's going to suit up uh it's a little early i don't have any idea who's going to suit up for the game in two days yeah, well, that's fair. So, and you have so many young players that even if they go ninety on Saturday, they can probably still be in the starting lineup Wednesday, no problem. Yeah, you know, well, you, that that's not really something we can say with much confidence. That's fair. Yeah, yeah that's, and obviously we don't like to push those guys to to go a hundred and eighty and right in uh in four or five days, but you know we we can right. So, all right, we have one final question from Richard, and this is really the most important. Uh, do you have any FIFA connections? Uh, free English Invader hashtag. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I do, uh, which is sad. <laughs> um, that's not sad, but um, the current, as of yesterday, general manager of the United States men's national team is former union sporting director Ernie Stewart, um, who my interactions with have been short and pleasant, but short, because, uh, you know, a guy of that stature and and of what he did in terms of, you know... um, in his playing career and then again in his general manager career in terms of setting up this whole academy usl pipeline you uh you know you don't take up a lot of that guy's time um but that being said uh to share an anecdotal story of of how much this connection means in the 2016 gold cup jamaica was playing somebody um during one of bethlehem's games and i think we had a rain delay 
And uh, one of Jamaica's guys got sent off for a red card. And so I said that to the press because obviously Andre Blake being their starting keeper, we were all enthralled mm-hmm. with what was going on in, in the Gold Cup. And Ernie Stewart says, do you have that? Can you pull that up? And I went, uh, yeah, sure. And then I spent about 45 really nervy seconds scrolling through my Twitter timeline trying to find a gif of a red card that I had scrolled past. <laughs> um, so do I have any FIFA connections? Technically, literally, yes. Um, but, I mean, really, the biggest connection I have with FIFA, FIFA <laughs> is the uh, is the game that I play on uh, on the PS4. So, yes. Yes and no, I guess, is the answer. Yeah. Well, but yes, I will try to get your Twitter account back, I suppose. That's that's the important part. It you know, is. Maybe maybe uh maybe he can have a brief but pleasant interaction with uh maybe. whoever's and, in and charge fact, of you know, FIFA locking out <laughs> English Invaders Twitter. Current uh, current Louisville <laughs> City head coach John Hackworth. This Ooh, is the there union, we go. so double tip everybody. There we go. Richard, we're we're going to try to help you out. Doing it, buddy. We got you. Yes. All righty. Well, uh, this kind of wraps it up. Would you like? Yeah. To, do you have Ooh. speaking of yeah, stories? Yeah, wait. Hold on. Oh, go I've ahead. Question. Nope. Ben. I've got a secondary one um, that I, I I was gonna spring on Evan in the moment, um, but I felt like that was, this would have been a lot to just kind of spring on him. Um, <laughs> this is music related, in yes. fact. Yeah. Um, but if yeah. Steel was a band mm-hmm. or style of music, mm. who slash what would they be? Is this like I have to answer both, or can I just pick like if they were a band, who would they be? That's do fine. the band. Let's do the band. Do the band. Okay, because I could have I could have probably come up with both. Um, if we were a band, and Ben, you'll be very we're not thinking of this. We would of course be Steely Dan. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Thank that you. was that that um, that was just what I needed with that question. Mm-hmm. That's Steely Dan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's felt the same in everything. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> that was. I'm so glad I asked that question. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be your next viral tweet, Ben? If your <laughs> if soccer team, if, if your sure favorite soccer team was a band, which band would they be? Oh, I think you could get you could get places with that one. I, but then, yeah. see, what's bad is you'd be setting the precedent as the if your soccer team was blank, what would it be? Tweet guy, and I don't know if yeah. you want to do that. You know, I, I, I I'm slowly turning into. Uh, describe your favorite soccer team in five words retweet bot um <laughs> you really are really like i've seen so many come across the last couple of days like i feel like i'm obligated to at this point because the ones i've really enjoyed i've retweeted but i, I yeah it's 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 a tough thing but i mean this in in the best possible way i saw that every time and i forgot that you even like posted that like meme that's how much i saw it i was just like oh i love this and i'm like oh yeah that's right i know the guy that like started this that's really cool um so yeah i I literally like i was i was like oh did like howard do that or like who who put that up there that's really clever then i was like oh it's just ben all right yeah ben's Ben's gonna like parlay that into a job at howler he will he totally will the problem is it won't relate to magazine format as well that's that's true well, I mean, like, he could like turn it in. Maybe he. That's what you should do, Ben. You should turn it into an article and then submit it to Howler Magazine. So, 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 Galaxy Brain moment here. Mm. Uh, turn it into uh, Howler presents like a special edition. If your soccer club was like magazine, 
and have like a hundred or so pages of like if your soccer team was a fast food place what would they be or like if your soccer team was a cast member of friends which one would they be um and the answer to that is fantastic the answer to that one is it's all overrated because the show's not that great can we Um, not air this episode just so no one steals this evan we are soul sisters you think friends is overrated (laughs) i also think friends is overrated great alex i'm glad there's we can all agree with this friends is good Um, but um, I'm glad that I'm we, keeping we this all... in. Anyway, this is so, great. So, yeah. so you put out like a hundred page magazine of just those questions. And then you, you just have people mail you that back and then pocket the money. Yes. There you go. I, like I, they, I they pay you for postage, like, and an additional quarter. And then like, you'll have a dollar in like two months. It'll be great. That's, that's all I need to live on is a dollar in two months. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you heard it here first, everybody. If you ever want to just torpedo Ben's future career as anything. <laughs> hey, man, oh. can I pay you a dollar a month? You're like, yeah, that's great. Six dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> that this is, is enough for great. at least three Bud Lights. Anyway. There you go. All right, I'll try to steer us back on the tracks here. So, uh, Evan, we can find you at the USL show brotherly game and are you yeah. going to be writing it off for the new bgn written or is you st- strictly the, staying with uh brotherly that's game? The plan mm-hmm. i i don't i need to bother carson to figure out how to get him things because mm-hmm. i don't know how to do that yet. but once i figure that part out then i'll i'll probably pop up there sometime soon all right Ooh. cool yeah yeah yeah. Be on the lookout, maybe. Yeah, be yeah. on the lookout, maybe. Also, find me personally on Twitter because I changed my username. I yeah, I was gonna have I you share. I thought that was new. So okay. it was new. It was yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, at speak Evan speak. Speak Evan speak. There yeah. you go. It works really well. I like that. That's Thank good you. for a podcast host. It is. If you want me to stop talking, then just don't at me. Hey, <laughs> multiple levels, everybody. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, problem, I can't boys. wait to have you back next year unless we meet in the playoffs, and then we will have you back sooner. Hey, that's unlikely. Yeah, that's, that's very <laughs> unlikely. That's not how that works in USL. But Flem Steele's going to get the first seed is what we're, we're hoping for. <laughs> Listen, uh, not to stoke a fire that's already been burning, but if that would be fun. Yes, I'll take eight, though. I will take eight. At this point, I'll take I will eight. take eight as Club well. does so. not play us very well so eight would be fun all righty man well take care and uh we'll catch up with you soon so thanks guys all righty guys welcome back uh thanks so much to evan for joining us and yes. sharing uh soccer stories uh i wish we could have aired some of the some of the better stories but you know for privacy mm. reasons and you know <laughs> off the record type stories uh if you want to have a good soccer friend evan is one of the best uh great yes. guy does a lot for usl uh he won't take the credit for it uh but we'll talk about it when he's not here to deflect uh yes he's a good, good guy just definitely if you're not listening to the usl show you definitely should it's a great mm-hmm. way to keep up with the kind of the rest of the league uh especially I, that's how i get my western conference news because i don't pay much attention the only team i pay any attention to in the west is okc because uh callum ross and jaime siaj are out there and i'm still a big fan of both of them uh so if you guys are listening probably not but if you are fist bump to you guys keep it up they're on a tear (laughs) i think they've won i think they're unbeaten in like three or four straight 
after having a terrible start. So, uh, Ben, we did not do predictions with Evan. Uh, yes. So we're going to do them now, and then we're going to get out of here. So, uh, so Evan didn't get to give his prediction. Did you reach him on DM or anything? No. Okay, I that's fine. Not. We're going to predict that Evan would predict a Bethlehem victory. I think he was feeling pretty confident about winning the game. There is the caveat that they have to play Richmond over the weekend, so yep. you never know. Somebody could get hurt. Uh, they could have a terrible performance. You never know. Um, mm-hmm. They could get several guys sent off. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, but I think he seemed pretty confident about both games. So I would say he's going to predict a 2-1 win for Bethlehem. Yep, I think that's fair. So uh, there's Evan's prediction. Would you like to give yours? Um, I'm going to predict the opposite Ooh. slightly. A 2-1 victory for us. Okay. Um, Let's give some I, I reasoning behind the... that. Because you're a lot yeah, more confident what's... than I am. Um, I, I hope that we will take advantage of the time off and recenter as a team. Um, we, I, I, I say this or reluctantly, optimistically, that we will um, understand that this is a drastically important game. Uh, we're going into another kind of stretch where you know, we're going to play some really good teams. Yeah, let's um, be honest, they're all, they're all drastically important at this point. Yeah, that, that's another thing is we, we don't have much room for um, to lose points. I mean, we've, yeah. we've dropped, is it, we dropped points not winning. Is that correct? Saying yes, that? yes, that's correct. Um, and we're at home um, against a team that's on the bubble with us. Um, that has played less games as well. So um, yeah, most teams have it. played less games than us, but a lot of them will make up uh, that one game on Saturday. But then we'll go right, we'll jump right back ahead on Wednesday probably, unless it's one of those weeks where the whole league plays on Wednesday. But I haven't looked that far ahead. Neither have I. So. But I I think uh, this this should be a good game for us. Hopefully, we have I, a lot. We yeah. need to bounce back and and show that that four one loss was. Um, not what we're capable of hopefully yeah i um, yeah i'm nervous I, i'm very nervous i i think maybe one one draw again mm. i think it's gonna be maybe we do get a jump out to an early lead and uh we try to hold on like like we talked about um and maybe we just can't uh yep. but we'll see I, you never know these games are so hard to predict because we're trying to predict a week out, um, mm-hmm. and they they play a game Saturday. We don't, so maybe that makes a big difference with some getting healthy. Because I mean, just off the top of my head, you had Sam Vines injured, uh, Donnie Smith injured, Jan Ekra injured. Um, mm-hmm. Am I forgetting anybody? Cato was injured. That's four. Almost you could lock in starters. I mean, you know, Donnie and Sam probably would swap places. Um, I'm going to assume Greg Jordan was still not 100% because he didn't play, and we put in uh, Perez over him. Mm-hmm. Jung Soo played forward, but he only played, you know, 10 minutes. So I don't know about his fitness. So I I don't know. I don't know what to expect as far as injuries. 
if hopefully they were all minor injuries and they can recover and we'll have a full strength squad. Calvert comes back from suspension. Uh, it that's a that's a good question. That's a, that's a good segue. Do you think Calvert slots mm. right into the starting eleven? For me, no. Um, yeah, I, but, I don't think he's probably had the reps with the first team. Um, I think other than Zayed in training, is right? On, yeah, uh, and I don't think. I mean, it's very possible. We, we speed would be nice. I'll give you that. But I, I, I still want Zaya to get time. I, I will definitely lean that direction. I yeah. would prefer to give him the time that I think his pedigree deserves. Um, but I mean, Calvert. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Calvert in Zayed. I, I mean, who knows? It's, that, that's another thing is I wouldn't almost be surprised if we not reinvent the wheel, but kind of change some things. Um, if ne- yeah, if we're gonna if we're gonna make a tactical things. shift that uh, of any kind, I think now is the perfect time to do it because we have so much time off. We've exactly. been playing. We've been playing a lot of three games a week for the month of July and June. I think if we're if we were going to change the the shape uh, or or change our tactical approach at all and play a little more direct, I think now would be a perfect time to do it. So I'm with you there. I don't know that we'll ever really see Calvert and Zayed at, on the field together uh, unless we go without Jorge from the That's start. But I don't I don't think we can afford to do that. Uh, I don't know if I like that idea. I don't too, like that either. I think I think the only time you might see them both on the field at the same time is if we're chasing a game and we need a goal. Yeah. Uh, and maybe one of them. I think it's got to be one or the other at this point. I think Calvert or Zayed, whoever they feel is the best option for that game, should start. Uh, like we've said, Zayed has gotten into really good positions a lot this year and has maybe spoiled the the final shot uh missed missed some good chances but then there's other times where he goes out there and we don't give him a single good ball the whole game or the whole time he's on the field and then calvert he was hurt for so long and then he had that red card he's done i think he scored two goals uh that's just off the top of my head i don't have that in front of me so if i'm wrong i'm wrong but he just hasn't gotten into a flow uh, I know I mean, he's still young. He's still 21, I think. He's got a lot of raw talent. He's just putting it together. I know he's played well at this level before, but when he played well at this level was two years ago. It was Division Three mm-hmm. in in the pyramid. The, this, the, the game has grown, or this league has grown in quality so much just in those 24 months. I haven't seen that he is capable of of being a out a automatic starter in this league yet but like mm-hmm. with that being said it's been a very small sample size so he could absolutely go out and prove me wrong i hope he does because we need somebody other than Jorge and Cato to put the ball in the back of the net absolutely. because teams are starting to snuff that out i mean Cato's gotten hurt, hurt so that's part of that but Jorge, if 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 Jorge is getting double teamed, he's not going to be effective. And 
we really need somebody to relieve some of the pressure. And I think uh, I would love to see Calvert step up and become and just grab that role because Zayed hasn't. Zayed's had the chance, and it just seems like Jeffries sees him a little bit more as a bench option. Uh, and that's fine. He's a great guy to have off the bench, in my opinion, because he, if you create chances for him, more than more often than not, he's probably going to finish them. He went through a tough stretch there where he wasn't finishing the chances that were created for him. And I think that may have put him back in the pecking order a little bit because we've seen yeah. Coach Jeffries has been a little more uh, likely to pick Jorge as the starter up top and, and play more of a... Strong midfield with Ekra as the number ten slash second forward, which you know we've said a million times, just doesn't work all that well. It worked. It worked for like a two game stretch when Jan Ekra was on fire, but mm-hmm. he's been a lot. He's been banged up a lot since then. I still think his best position is deeper in the midfield. Uh, I I will, you know, I'll I'll gladly be proven wrong, but it just seems like cons- he's he's a lot more consistent when he plays deeper in the midfield, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I, this is a big week for Calvert because mm-hmm. he was injured for like two months. Like we said in the interview, he was injured, injured for two months and then came in right away and got the suspension. So that was, that was really killer because mm-hmm. we could have, we could have used him over the last three games. Um, so I, I wouldn't, I don't know if they'll trust him to start. Uh, but if he gets on the field, I would love to see him make an impact. Yep. Um, but yeah, do you have any other thoughts about the game? I know it's kind of hard because it's, it's it's Thursday and we don't play till Wednesday. Yeah, I I I just think at this point we. Uh, I'm curious to see if everyone is healthy. What type of a lineup we're going to throw out? Because <laughs> That's the age old question, you know, right? Yeah, because it, I mean, if there there's a scenario that could play out where Donnie's healthy, Cato's back. Um, Alex is still healthy, I suppose. Um, where we could definitely see Zayed, and he could he could go off if he's getting continual service. And um, it's it's just so tough because we still don't know what center backs will be available. So there's that. Um, I don't think I, I I almost don't think at this point there's really any locks. Um, to start really other than Joel Johnson and Herrera um, and really Alex, I suppose. But yeah, even then, I would say like, Alex is probably a lock. Yeah, uh, it, it's, it's tough. Um, uh, it's trying times, but still hopeful times, I would think. Yeah. Um, the weight. And it's also, we just got so much time in between t- until the next game happens. So there's, it's like the anxiety yeah. is building for it, you know. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I can't, like it, it's funny doing this several days in advance, where you're like, "Well, we got a game set." Oh wait, we don't have a game Saturday. I know. Like, another... I don't know what I'm going to do with my yeah. time on Saturday, mm-hmm. but I'll figure I something out. Wait. I guess I may have to watch MLS or something. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, no, I I feel you because that's been the ultimate frustration all season. Is when have we had our entire roster to pick from? It, it, I don't think we have. I, I, I'm not. I, I've got some time off coming up, so mm. I may actually go through all of our games and yeah. see if there has been a single game where we had all. 
I don't know, 23, 24 players uh, healthy and available and not suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I had to guess off the top of my head, I would say twice or less. We've yeah, had all, maybe twice. all 23, 24 available. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like someone's been injured or suspended every game. Um, yep. So that's my one real wish for the this last couple months of the season is if we can just get healthy if we get healthy and we're still not good enough to make the playoffs then i can live with that but if we just continue this streak of being snake bitten by injuries it's it's going to be the season of what could have been you know yeah because we've had and 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 i know we talked we i think we talked about this in the interview you know i don't want to make too many excuses for us but it makes mm-hmm. it really hard to evaluate a season if the the coaching staff doesn't have their best 18 players available ever, you know? Yeah. Like you kind of got to throw expectations out the window because yeah. you don't you don't know how what to expect from a season when the roster you brought in for the season isn't the roster you have available. Yeah, and when you can't go out and spend 2 million dollars <laughs> or yeah even close to that amount of money on a single player yep at, during the transfer the secondary transfer window it it makes it yeah. even that much harder and i don't you know it doesn't seem like we're make, gonna, going to make any moves in this transfer window uh although i don't for usl i don't know that there really is a, a, a technical transfer window um, honestly the, i think when it's always I saw open that floating around <laughs> i honestly was was surprised that that was a thing i i think it's just um, always open as long as you as long as they play five games they're eligible for the playoffs i think that's really the only rule yeah as far as like making roster moves um mm-hmm. i mean i wouldn't mind us going out and adding somebody just for to have another body in there uh, warm bodies would be nice but a little competition it, somewhere on the yeah. the roster would be terrible because i i imagine we're going to lose um steedman shortly a good point because uh, the college season college preseasons get underway in the next week or so uh, so mm. i would imagine he probably reports maybe even as early as this weekend this this next this upcoming week so maybe Very he true. made his you know he, he made his longest appearance of the season <laughs> and then is off to virginia off to the sunset so maybe that's why he came into the game because we were kind of wondering why he came into the game maybe they just wanted to get him some minutes before he left i guess because I, I think he yeah. made a couple appearances, but it was for like, you know, a couple like two minutes or something. Yeah. And then he, of course, he played a little in the Open Cup as well. But we don't mm. like to speak of that game. No, uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah. So we did get one question last week uh, that we did not address, Ooh. and it kind of plays into what we were uh, talking about earlier. And I don't have the question in front of me, so I'm going to paraphrase it. Uh, it was from our good friend. Uh, who is a Charleston Battery supporter, and we've had him on the show, oh, Drew yeah. Bartow. And he asked a question kind of if he basically said, you know, what's going on in Charlotte and are people starting to talk about the coaching staff and, and are people starting to, to wonder about their future? Uh, and I just kind of mm. wanted to address that because we got plenty of time because we don't have to keep this episode short. Uh, there's, yep. you know, we got plenty of time to talk about it. So I think, uh, I think it's fair to to address the question, even though we missed it the first time around. So, 
Uh, I personally have not seen anybody start to question if Coach Jeffries' job should be on the line. Uh, There were some rumbles last year. It was really only one person, as far as I could tell, uh, (laughs) who was on the fire Jeffries train. Is that who I think it was? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Okay. As far as I know, he's been the only one who's ever been on that side of the fence. Ah, uh, My thing with that... Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. But my my logical point against that is, uh, I mean, sure you can you can think that it, something at a certain point when things aren't going right, things need to change. But I can't foresee that that would help anything at all. I mean, it, and, and on top of it, Jeffries plays such a style where he has certain players that are going to play certain positions and that's why they're here if you alter that i i i mean i can't foresee that that would help anything at all or be beneficial midway through the season um i i don't think it it's necessary especially considering all the adversity we've had to face um i mean it looks like certain things here and there may be a little more shaky than they have been in the past um especially i mean if you I don't know that it's fair to compare last season to this season or, or really in general the history of the team having a, a stronger middle of the season normally, and we're not doing that this year. But I think it's it's a difference in roster, too. It's just probably a, a major contributor to that. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm not sure how you feel, but I don't think that it would – there's really any validity to that being a a benefit, really. Yeah, and and I actually went and found the original question, so I'll read it. And then we can, I'll, I'll kind of give my opinion. Uh, so he asked, uh, and we missed it on the last show. I apologize. But uh, he said, what options do the independents have? A roster of talent is obviously not properly utilized. And has there been a talk of a coaching change? Asking mm. for a friend. I assume the friend is him, but I don't know that. Maybe he was asking yeah. for you. Uh, hey, but maybe. so I think the biggest the only thing I would say about that is I think maybe we don't have, yeah, we have a, we have a talented roster, but with so many of them being on the injured list and the suspension list, yeah, do we really have that talented of a roster? I mean, once you get, we're not running guys out here who are going to light the league on fire. They're yeah. sure they're talented players, but several of them, this is their first professional club. This is their first professional season. Like Jake Airman and Matai Mawapi are talented players, but they are still learning how to be professional. They're still learning how to play in the system. Mm-hmm. You can't expect them to go out and when they're called upon to look like all league players. Uh, yeah. Sure. They can do a good job, but if you're relying on them to score all the goals and provide all the assists, that's too much of a burden to pair for them they're they're rookies uh when you've got an 18 year old in sam vines who has had to play nearly every game at left back yeah uh, in his first professional season he has done excellent he's done phenomenal Mm -hmm. but he's not going to be a best 11 caliber player like we thought maybe donnie smith could have been yeah Uh, i think cordell cato has been excellent but he's been injured as of late Obviously, mm-hmm. Jorge is talented. Obviously, Zayed is a great goal scorer, but he's only scored four yeah. goals. I mean, these are mm-hmm. 
Alex Martinez is another player who's had a down year. Like we've had several players who've had down years. Bilal Duckett has had a down year. Kalunji's had a down year. Yeah. The goalkeeping situation. I don't think either of our goalkeepers have had great years. Uh, so yeah, there's talent on the field. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. There's so much around them that some some of it they can control. Obviously, the performance comes down to them. Uh, but some of it comes down to their teammates. And you just can't yeah. expect with the starting 11 changing so much and so rapidly from week to week, you you just can't expect great continuity and great great results to be honest i i don't i don't think we can pin that on the coaching staff if no we if we had had a injury fairly injury free season and we hadn't had a lot of suspensions and we were at this oh point, yeah i think it would be completely fair to start asking questions about if there needs to be a coaching change yeah but i don't think you can ask coach jeffries to turn a team with Maybe I don't know. Like I don't. I just don't think it's fair to pin all of this on him. I think you can you can only account for so many injuries. You can't account for every player picking up a hamstring injury mm-hmm. on the roster. Like you just can't account for that. Nope. Uh. So I I I don't think it's time to start thinking about a coaching change. I think we've seen some patterns that maybe aren't great you know the the not the faltering down the stretch of the season hasn't been great uh but it seems like that may not happen this year but if it does happen this year we'll be far out of the playoff Mm. picture yeah uh and it won't really matter (laughs) but i all in all i think coach jeffries has more than earned some patience um I think one of our issues is we're being outspent by all most of the teams ahead of us uh, in yep. terms of salaries. It, it we have to get creative with with player acquisition. That's why you see us going out and signing a Jung Su Lee off of uh, I think a season where he didn't play at all. Yeah. Uh, and you see some of the I mean. Kai Foster is another one where he kind of came out of nowhere uh, and he's been a good player for us. Don't get me wrong, but these are creative, very creative type signings. These aren't guys who are, you know, we're not going out and spending like some of the teams ahead of us are. Mm. Uh, But I, I think it's, I think coach Jeffries deserves more time. Because we've Absolutely. we've had so many injuries, uh, maybe we need to look into the cause of some of those injuries. But I don't think that's necessarily a head coaching change type decision. You know, if the same thing happens next year uh, without the injuries, then okay, we can talk. But until then, yep. I think it's I think. We just need to ride with what we've got for now. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, I've talked for a long time. Uh, <laughs> I have successfully defended Coach Jeffrey's honor. Yes. Uh, the uh, 
Ah, uh, I can't remember. Short sleeve button down. Oh, uh, blue eyed king of Charlotte or whatever it was. Button down, yeah, midnight blue button down king of Charlotte, something yeah. like that. I should know that. Um, but yeah, I, I think I still think we'll be okay. Got, got a lot, have a lot to prove in Beth or in Charlotte against Bethlehem. Um, yeah, like you said, if we can get we can a win, if we can get a win and get rolling, then okay, then maybe we can. Yeah. Do it, but we got to make a run. It's got to happen sooner rather than later. Because if we get to the last month of the season and we have to win every game, I don't think that's that's going to happen. It'll be tough. Yeah. So we'll we'll wrap it up. Uh, if you like Jorge Herrera, go buy the Jorge Herrera T-shirt from Jack's Militia. Yeah. Uh, just to recap, if you like us, go buy our T-shirt. We'll have links to both T-shirts in the description of the episode. Uh, there's there they can be found on Twitter. If uh, you don't have Twitter, you're probably better off than all of us. Uh, <laughs> but just hit us up on email or Facebook or Instagram or whatever your favorite social media channel is. Unless it's Snapchat, yeah. we don't have Snapchat. Uh, no, Snapchat. And there's probably some other new social media that I don't know about because I'm getting old. So yep. uh, so yeah. So thank you for listening. And uh, thank you for indulging our extra long Talking Jacks extra, but that's because we don't have a game on Saturday. It's next Wednesday. Hopefully we'll see you all there. Uh, I'll be there. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm excited for it. Always good to be back after missing the home game. And uh, Ben, let's get out of here. Let's do it. Come on, you Jacks. Woo!